Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup for research published between the 1st and the 7th of March 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There have been an interesting mix of papers this week with seven new ME CFS studies and 16 studies on long COVID. We have highlighted two of the studies. Paper two is on the use of dietary supplements, coenzyme Q10 plus selenium. The study shows a number of benefits of taking these supplements for people with ME-CFS, showing improvements in fatigue and quality of life, increased total antioxidant capacity, reduced lipooxide levels, as well as decreased circulating cytokine levels. This paper is behind a paywall, so we cannot evaluate the full strength of the study, but what we do know is that the study was small and only used 27 patients and there were no controls, making it a weak study. This study shows the need for full double-blinded trials to be conducted to fully confirm any benefits for taking coenzyme Q10 plus selenium. I feel it is likely that these findings will be reproduced in future trials as previously large studies have also reported benefits of taking coenzyme Q10 such as a recent study published by Castro Marello et al in 2021 although this study looked at using NADH as well. Future studies are also needed to understand the pathomechanisms involved in taking these supplements to explain why these trials are showing these benefits. Please note the ME Association does not endorse the use of supplements. Currently not enough evidence supports their use for managing symptoms. Please consult your doctor before taking any supplements. We have a range of leaflets available on our website for the use of supplements. Paper 3, while not directly on ME-CFS, could have important implications on the pathology of disease as this study using mice shows that viral infections can lead to autoimmune diseases. There is a growing body of evidence for ME-CFS being an autoimmune disease, which you can find this evidence in our previous conference report covering this topic. This latest study shows that the mechanisms involved in roseole virus infection, a type of herpes virus, could play a fundamental role. This particular virus can infect the thymus, which is a fundamental organism in the immune system, where T cells mature and these are for recognising foreign antigens. As well as this, the thymus eliminates T cells that are prone to attack the body's own cells. This virus has been shown to weaken this function leading to more disruptive t-cells circulating in the blood and the increased risk of autoimmune disease. The findings from this study are exciting but it is likely to only be a very small part of the jigsaw as roseolo virus is common and most people will be infected with this virus at some point but most people do not develop autoimmune diseases. This study was also conducted in mice which are genetically similar to humans, but they adapt to their environments differently, making them less reliable for a model for human diseases. 
it is likely that there are other factors at play that make some people more susceptible, such as genetic and environmental factors. I feel the findings from this study warrant further investigation, especially to establish whether the thymus has a fundamental role in autoimmune disease and whether these findings relate solely to rolovirus. You may also be interested in reading paper 4 in this roundup, which is on evaluating the diagnostic criteria for ME-CFS, and the abstract gives a good overview of the findings, as well as paper 5, which is on the lasting immunological imprint left by Estenbar infection. This paper is not directly related to ME-CFS, but EBV is a common risk factor for developing ME-CFS. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.